This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, September 30th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Trump, Biden, tangle on climate fixes. CCC funding set to clear and crunch time for COVID talks. Trump attacks on China. Biden targets Brazil on climate. The first of three presidential debates is over, and it was a brawl. President Donald Trump briefly touched on China trade policy, accusing Biden of being weak on China. China ate your lunch, Joe, Trump charged at one point. But some of the longest discussion, without the candidates interrupting each other, was on climate change. Moderator Chris Wallace brought up the California wildfires and pressed Trump to say whether the climate was changing because of human activity. Trump acknowledged that it was, but he also pressed his case that better forest management could prevent future fires. Trump tried to tie Biden to the Green New Deal, which was proposed by some progressives in Congress in early 2019. The president said at one point that the Green New Deal would take out the cows in a reference to an early GND fact sheet that addressed emissions from animal agriculture. Biden responded, no, I don't support the Green New Deal. He insisted that his more modest $2 trillion climate plan would create millions of good-paying jobs and not harm the economy. Take note, Biden called for offering Brazil $20 billion to stop the destruction of the Amazon rainforest. If Brazil refuses to do so, it should be punished economically, he said. CR set to clear Congress. Pelosi and Mnuchin talking. Today's the federal government's New Year's Eve, as in the last day of the federal fiscal year, and that means it's a crucial day for Congress. The Senate today must clear a continuing resolution to keep the government funded until December 11th and replenish the USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation account. The stopgap spending bill should pass easily. The Senate voted 82 to 6 to advance the measure yesterday. It's also make or break time for negotiations on a new coronavirus relief package with some major airlines threatening to lay off thousands of employees if they don't get an extension on aid that runs out today. A spokesman for House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she'll be talking to Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin again today after talking to him for about 50 minutes yesterday morning. SCOTUS nominee makes the rounds. Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett met yesterday with a series of Republican senators, several of whom made a point of saying they will welcome her conservative approach. She is solidly committed to interpreting the law rather than being an activist trying to create law as justice. And that's what's the most important factor to me, said Senator Mike Crapo, an Idaho Republican, to reporters. She will interpret the law and the Constitution as it is written, and that's crucial. Senate GOP Whip John Thune, a South Dakota Republican, said he tried to prepare Barrett for what to expect from Democrats. He told reporters she's going to do a great job, perform really well in front of the committee, and hopefully, ultimately, if confirmed, will be a great justice on the Supreme Court. Democrats are saying on the message that Barrett could be the deciding vote to repeal the Affordable Care Act. Trump, quote, has once again put America's health care on the crosshairs, said Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer, citing Trump's expressed desire to have the court throw out the health care law. 
You could check this week's AgriPulse newsletter today for a closer look at Barrett and the implications of her nomination. Grassley confirms bill to extend tariff exemptions. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley of Iowa is proposing to extend for 15 months a U.S. program that exempts developing nations from some tariffs in order to bolster their economies. The program, the Generalized System of Preferences, or GSP, is in danger of expiring, and that is causing uncertainty for U.S. businesses that rely on the imports. Separately, the U.S. International Trade Commission released a report this week proposing that several types of rice be removed from the GSP program because of the impact on domestic producers. The proposal follows rising concern among U.S. lawmakers and farmers that the GSP exemptions are benefiting farmers in countries like Brazil, Argentina, and Pakistan at the cost of U.S. producers. Brazil lawmakers seek to propel cannabis production. Brazilian lawmakers are moving forward with new legislation to allow farmers in the South American country to grow cannabis, but don't expect it to result in an increase in marijuana smokers in the beaches of Rio de Janeiro. The bill specifies that products made from cannabis must not have a level of THC, that's the mind-altering component of the plant, greater than three-tenths percent, according to the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The bill would clear the way for products in health and beauty, cellulose, fibers, and non-medical veterinary use, according to the FAS. SRE decision waits on court decision. A court decision is standing in the Environmental Protection Agency's way from acting on the 2019 small refinery exemptions and the renewable fuel standard. They're the subject of the Tenth Circuit Court decision, and the other side in that case is appeal, so we're waiting to see what ultimately becomes of that court decision. That EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler uh, speaking with the Red River Farm Network. He also said the agency is delaying action on the waivers because of that pending appeal. The appeals court said EPA exceeded its authority in granting some past waivers. New bill seeks to boost small-scale meat processors. Small local meat processing would get a boost under a bipartisan bill introduced in the House yesterday. The legislation, sponsored by Maine Democrat Shelley Pingree and Nebraska Republican Jeff Fortenberry, is one of several approaches that have been proposed to expand meat processing capacity. The Strengthening Local Processing Act, proposed by Pingree and Fortenberry, would increase the funding for inspections available to states. The bill also would authorize competitive grants to small and very small establishments, state-inspected facilities, custom-exempt facilities, or new small-scale slaughter facilities for action related to the COVID-19 pandemic. Why it matters? Well, House Ag Committee Chair Colin Peterson has said he wants to focus next year on ways to expand meatpacking capacity. Arkansas Senator John Bozeman, who is in line to become the top Republican on the Senate Ag Committee next year, has also told AgriPulse the issue needs to be addressed. Here's today's He Said It. At a previous time, we had more local meat processing. This bill helped stimulate a return to that previous model, creating a robust market in local economies, linking the farm to the family. That Nebraska's Jeff Fortenberry on the processing bill. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, September 30th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. 
for the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.